0: bother you if i don't shave my legs just when we have sex good
1: thing we don't have sex oh, uh, you gonna shave tonight no all right well then there's your answer <laughs> no it doesn't bother you
0: not really depends if it's like long and like <laughs> curly <laughs> yeah, then you gotta shave them what's this where oh right down uh it's not curly yet it is long they look Are soft if they don't look prickly, like if they're a little bit further out than prickly, like uh-huh. they kind of hang down, yeah. that's too long. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna say that's the kind you like. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: no, that's so that's this, not the kind. Not of... Too long here. I, can... I mean, without my glasses, I can't even tell you I have hair there. Uh, <laughs> I can definitely tell in your calf, you got some hair growing. Thank you. <laughs> and it's not just coming from your um, your furry slipper? My furry slippers. Okay, stop scratching yourself into the mic. Like. <laughs> okay, let's get this thing going. Are you comfy? Did you scratch all your itches? Yeah. Did you cover all your cold skin?
1: <clears throat> I think so. Thank you.
0: Should we give uh, the folks out there a weather
1: update? It is a snow apocalypse out there, or so I hear. Can you move this so it's closer to my face?
0: Yeah. And <laughs> we're back. <laughs> new episode,
1: mm-hmm. new year. New year, new episode. That's right. Same old fappy Amber and Mike. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's right, folks. This is the year of the fap life. If you don't know what fap life is... Fat life. Blood. It's an inside joke between me and my wife. One day we were on our way to the movie theater, and we were sneaking in, maybe, I think, maybe fast food.
1: Probably some McDoubles and some McNuggets.
0: Yeah, and it dawned on us that we're not in the best of shape, and <laughs> it's probably because that we eat a lot of fast food. And popcorn at the movies. Yeah, but we've accepted that fact. We're not in denial.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We're not exactly happy about it, but we are living a happy life.
1: Yeah, even though we're fat. <laughs> yeah. So we're together, fat. we're fappy. Yeah. <laughs> fat and happy. <laughs> and we're trying to work on it. I didn't have any pop today.
0: You did not. I cut out monsters completely.
1: Yeah, it's been like a month now.
0: Yeah. I'm like shaking, actually, <laughs> it wasn't even
1: that hard, yeah, not that hard. <laughs> he says that, but he was going through withdrawals.
0: I think I've replaced my sugar intake from monsters to uh those cookies you've been making,
1: yeah, I've been making a lot of cookies, so I've been having that for breakfast, <laughs> that wakes <laughs> you up just the same, <laughs>
0: yeah, that's my coffee. I like it, yeah. All right, so let's get it back to what we're here for. Um, We saw documentary about
1: fire festival. Fire festival. If you don't know, the greatest party that never happened. That's right. That's what the movie's called.
0: Yeah, well, that's the Netflix one. There's actually two documentaries that came out at the same time. One's on Hulu, and one's on Netflix. The one on
1: Hulu. Um that one comes from a perspective of like a So, okay, first of all, let's talk about what Fire Festival is. Okay, yeah. Cuz some people might be like, "What is Fire Festival?" Yeah. Fire Festival <clears throat> was supposed to be the greatest party to ever happen. Uh basically the plan was they were going to buy an island in the Bahamas and put on a music festival on this island and just have it cost, like, thousands of dollars, so only, like, the elite people could go. Or you'd spend every single penny you had to go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, But, so they were putting on a music festival on this beautiful Bahama island where you could get, like, yacht packages and villas and like unlimited alcohol yeah it's like a glamping style like different types of like tents but they weren't tents they were like glamping yeah that's what it was supposed to be yeah apparently they're
0: supposed to be a treasure hunt worth of a million dollars
1: yeah that's like gonna be the grand prize and then so basically it was ja rule was gonna be putting this on with this uh guy named billy mcfarland yeah mcfarland Who was like supposedly like an investor? This is what he tried to like portray himself as. So he was gonna put on this festival and have it be like he'd get millions of dollars for it, and then it would be like a yearly thing, so something they could make money off of. Yeah, they're trying to
0: make like their own little Coachella, but. And that was that was just like a big front for another idea he had yeah. that never came to fruition. Yeah, this guy was such a
1: yeah. Billy McFarlane Would was you say he's unorganized. He was like unorganized, but he was very. Uh, I w- I don't want to say ambitious because he wasn't, <laughs> kind of. Was. But he was in the fact that he wanted to do things. Yeah. He wanted to do these things. He wanted things to happen. It just wasn't always. He wasn't the best at executing things. <laughs> yeah, like any of them, really. Yeah. So.
0: So that's what Firefest is. It was just right. big, f- music failure.
1: Yes, because it didn't end up happening. <laughs> yeah. But, and that's not like a spoiler. It's, it's all over the internet.
0: <laughs> yeah, it basically failed within like the first hour of uh, opening its doors to the <laughs>
1: public to the. It failed before the the doors were even open. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So So, they were buying this island uh that was uh, Pablo Escobar's island. And in the contract buying this island, which was supposedly like a $10 million island, Yeah. uh, They were not supposed to tell anybody that it was Pablo Escobar's island. The guy who's yeah, selling family, it to family, the Pablo Escobar's family, or it's like lawyers his lawyers, or something, lawyers like yeah, out and be like, "Do not say that this was his island. It cannot be mentioned." Yeah, and it's in the deal in purchasing the island from him. Yeah,
0: and then what do they do when they shoot their first promo ad and they post it on the internet?
1: <laughs> they say
0: used to be owned by Pablo Escobar. Yeah,
1: <laughs> Pablo Escobar's personal island or personal drug island or something like. Literally the first twenty seconds of the video they just show this in text. Yeah. And the guy who was selling the island to them saw the video and then backed out of the deal and pulled the island from them. Oh, that's right. He like he kicked every he kicked them all off the island. He was like, You can't have it anymore, you can't do this here. Nothing.
0: <laughs> yeah. So within like months to go they had to find
1: They only had months to go to begin with, too. Let's mention that. They decided they were going to do this in like an eight or nine month time frame.
0: Yeah. They shot the promo in like fall of 2016. Yeah. And it was supposed to be like April of 2017. Right. (laughs) From just coming up with an idea and then having it be the date that everyone shows up. Yeah. Everyone who was like putting together the festival
1: is like, I don't think that's a reasonable timeline and a lot of it were people who had put on festivals before yeah so they were like you usually need like 12 to 18 months to get everything situated and these guys had eight or nine
0: (laughs) yeah so this billy mcfarlane guy he's such a sheisty fuck that he was able to like manipulate everybody into believing that you can get it done just get it done
1: yeah it's possible we'll get it done yeah we can do it it's fine everything's gonna be fine <laughs> and everybody on his team was just saying like billy i don't know i don't think we can do this i don't know i don't think we can do that but he was just like figure it out get it done yeah didn't care
0: these were like the location i ended up picking was like a underdeveloped like resort yeah like someone started laying in the this concrete for this resort and never finished it yeah that was going to be their campsite
1: yeah, because they, they once they got kicked off the first island, they had to find a different island that would be able to hold a few thousand people that were supposed to be coming to this uh, yeah. festival. So he
0: hires like the entire island to work for him, basically.
1: Yeah. Like tw- they said they were working like 20 hours a day. Yeah. Sometimes even more. They'd only get like a couple hours of sleep at night. And then he would like, he kept basically, he kept saying like, you're going to get, you get paid, you'll get paid. And he would pay them at the beginning, and then he stopped paying them. But they thought he would start paying them again, and then he never, yeah. never did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah, that was um, that's just so wild. Cause you see, like every idea he comes up with for this festival, and you're like, that's a cool idea, but everybody apparently, everybody's telling him, no, that's not gonna work. Yeah. And then they say, and then he said he didn't care and just get it done. So that's what we did. Then yeah. We worked through the night. Yep. Yeah, there were some pretty cool. Are they Bohemian? If they live in the Bahamas,
1: uh, I don't know if it's Bohemian or Bahamian.
0: <laughs> What's a flock of them?
1: <laughs> Seagulls.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, this guy
1: was nuts. So okay, so yeah, so that's the gist of what Fire Festival was. Yeah, it was supposed to be this amazing. Festival with and they like promoted like models and all these celebrities and they had them all like just blast it on the internet to get everybody into it and it sold out yeah just all over Instagram just hashtag fire festival hashtag fire festival and yeah so it was just crazy so in the Netflix documentary there it's from a perspective of people who were actually assisting in putting it on who were like the main promoters of the festival
0: yeah and they were tasked with basically just recording everything every day all day and so you get a lot of really cool like like pov footage of what was like actually going on behind the scenes right and everything so you get kind of like I don't know. Watching it, the documentary, I was like getting excited for this festival. Yeah, I was like, that'd be really cool if that really happened.
1: Yeah, like they're like showing them like working out business deals and whatnot. In parenthesis, business. Deals. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, so you like while you're watching it, yeah, you're thinking like, wow, this they're this is gonna be awesome. <laughs> I know, and they hire, they get they
0: pretty much that's why they like brought in Ja Rule because he's like, look we'll at this guy. He looks good. Main with those huge party, yeah, be you know, a good uh, marketing or whatever.
1: Yeah, I can promote it, and yeah, people will be like, "Oh yeah, Javril Rule's in it, so it's gotta be legit." <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that's like the only reason I see ja Rule part of this thing because he was just getting used for like his image. Yeah, not like, and uh, I don't mean like use use, but he was pretty well aware of what was going on.
1: Yeah, he was. I mean it would just be like any celebrity that was yeah. like like uh Brantley Gilbert puts on cruises now where you can go and do that with him. Yeah, and it's like a concert on the cruise.
0: I don't remember did
1: he say he invested into Firefest? Job Rule? I don't remember. But he just said that he, basically he put out a tweet recently that had said <laughs> I was getting shisted just as much as yeah. everybody else, you know? So but, yeah, so the Netflix one just has a good perspective of, like, actually trying to put the fu- the festival on, yeah. like, what they had to do behind the scenes to attempt to put it on. Yeah. It's put on, if
0: you guys ever heard of Fuck Jerry, I think it's some sort of Instagram account. Yeah, some social media. From, I don't know anything about it, but it looks like they found a way to, like, monetize memes and they would just make these, like, funny... yeah uh internet posts for businesses and that's how they got like real big so they were hired on to be like the official the official social media marketing yeah so they had all like the cool aerial drones they were showing footage when they shot the first like promo video oh yeah and then they were there for the whole festival so you got to see like what the hell was going on and it was yeah
1: like- what happened when it didn't happen <laughs> yeah
0: but, and that's so versus the Hulu one, which is more from the perspective of like the uh person who would be going,
1: yeah, what they were experiencing, and then it's also they inter- they actually interview Billy McFarland in uh the Hulu one, yeah, and they actually ask him, you know what he thought was gonna happen and yeah. what did happen.
0: Yeah, the the Hulu one seems to get more in depth with like the technical going on, so, yeah. Like, what was happening, kind of un- uncovering
1: it all, yeah, bringing light to situations.
0: Yeah. But it was weird because on Hulu, it's they have a, described as comedy documentary. Yeah. For I don't understand that because it didn't seem like satire or funny. Yeah, maybe it's just the the whole thought is funny of fire festival <laughs> going up in flames. Yeah, I think it's just a. Uh, long ironic joke about billy mcfarland
1: yeah yeah <laughs> there is one point in the interview where uh they ask billy mcfarland has anybody ever called you a compulsive liar
0: yeah and he's like uh, ever since fire festival i've been called a lot of things yeah
1: <laughs> it's like i've been called a lot of things in the last few months so <laughs> yeah him and his
0: super cool pants he's wearing
1: yeah but yeah the hula one gets kind of
0: uh they really try to grill him.
1: Yeah, because they want to really expose him for being yeah. the fraud that he was. And
0: this so, guy is so bizarre. In the Hulu one, after he does the Firefest Fest and it fails, he goes then tries to pull another scheme of like the exact same thing. Yeah. He tried, You start putting out emails talking about
1: Firefest Fest 2018. No, he was talking about getting, um... All sorts of like exclusive tickets for things. Well, he was doing both. He
0: did both. Oh. But yeah, he pulled another scheme where he took everyone's email that he got from the first fire fire Festival scheme or whatever Yeah, and then start giving them like spam emails, trying to get them to give them money for things that
1: didn't exist again. And people fell for it. Yeah. Some people did do it. They're like, oh yeah, this is a good idea. I just got scammed out of a few thousand dollars here. <laughs> Let me see what this one's like. Yeah, but um, so in the fire festival too, they one of the ways he was scamming people was, well, at the time he wasn't necessarily scamming them, so, so we, so they thought it's basically just making promises that he thought he would keep. Yeah, but he
0: definitely had showed <laughs> no signs of keeping.
1: Yeah, so the whole point of the fire festival was like to be this luxurious vacation getaway and have like, you know, jet skis on the beach and cabanas and all this stuff. Partying with Ja Rule. Yeah. And just partying with celebrities and everything. And so they, basically he just kept asking them for more money. Yeah. It'd be like, so you, the tickets, like you had, if you wanted to like do a 10 person yacht or something, it was like $250,000. And they didn't even have these yachts that they were selling people to stay on. Like they're selling these tickets for people staying on yachts and they only had a couple of yachts.
0: Yeah. And the whole time you're like, where is this guy getting, like he gets all the money from the idiots who buy tickets to this fake festival. Yeah. But where is that money going? yeah where does it go like, it, it just dis- disappears yeah. it's like he just buries it digs a hole and buries a bunch of money
1: in there yeah and covers it back up we could not figure out how he was just blowing through so much it was like because he he would just sell them thing after thing like yeah rent your villas rent your jet skis get your packages and all this stuff and people would be giving him like thousands of dollars at a time like yeah individuals and i think they said there was like five thousand people for the festival that were supposed to be coming so I didn't,
0: I didn't get a number but yeah
1: yeah and so it was just like i mean the guy i don't understand how he blew through all this I money know. people were loading to the wristband like eight thousand dollars sometimes yeah,
0: per person and they would say this wristband you can just pay with things like your bar tab or whatever yeah if like apple to Disney, pay it's the same thing as like those bands that you get but if you've never uh, been to the parks, it's basically you need like the internet for it to work. And I guess on these islands, the internet is shit. yeah so every time they're having meetings, they have to either get like off the island, go to like Florida, yeah, or go somewhere in the like where they can get like a good reception because like guess yeah. reception out there is crap. so he, ex- he expects everybody to use the internet with their wristbands to pay for things, but things would never, it would never work.
1: Yeah. Especially they're like, if there were 5,000 people in this area trying to do that all at once, there's going to be no service whatsoever. Yeah. So yeah. And they're just putting like thousands of dollars on it and not thinking twice about it. And (laughs) so then eventually fire festival comes to happen and they are, uh, they're flying these people in. Like, I think it, was like a two weekend thing so there was like the first weekend and then there was the second weekend that would come in and the first weekend people get there and they show video of them on the bus like driving up to like their site like the campsite yeah
0: their villas
1: yeah their villas that are actually (laughs) hurricane relief tents they look like little igloos (laughs) And, and they're basically
0: in a parking lot
1: <laughs> yeah they're on like gravel yeah. and like cement and whatever <laughs> and then the people in the bus are like oh my god you've got to be kidding me like this is the worst possible <laughs> scenario that could have happened you I know mean, and the
0: bus drivers were like laughing and i'm like <laughs> uh, these are your uh tents they half of them got blown away in the fucking bl- <laughs> yeah. the storm yesterday yeah so everything's wet but this is where you'll be uh-huh. <laughs> yeah
1: and yeah he's just like dropping him off he's yeah. just the driver that's it and he's just like good luck to you <laughs> basically and so then they get in and there's like no organization to like register or There wasn't even like flights to this island yeah
0: let alone flights for this many people at one time. To a yeah. side. So
1: people were coming in
0: uh, like 20 at a time on like a bus. Plane, oh, yeah. Like a little
1: cocaine plane. No, that they were supposed to be on private planes is what they sold oh, yeah. it as. Yeah, and then right. they're just in like a regular like <laughs> 737 and they're like yeah we thought this was going to be a private plane like yeah. whatever
0: oh yeah the best part is that they they get these uh influencers to hashtag their festival or whatever so they have a lot of their personal like footages from instagram that
1: they would post yeah
0: so you, you would see like pretty high def images of exactly what's going on
1: <laughs> yeah yeah so then at one point when they're like trying to check in Billy McFarlane gets up on a table and he's like answering questions for people mm-hmm. and somebody comes up and says, well, where do we go if we have a villa? And he's like, anybody with a villa, just grab a tent. <laughs> and this they all, I- after hours are
0: everyone getting irate. Yeah.
1: Just waiting and waiting. Yeah. And so and then after he says this, just grab a tent it's like mass chaos there's like videos yeah. that they show of people that were like recording people like running into tents and like taking the stuff <laughs> it's yeah. like they and this
0: was after hours of being on the island and they like tear into the pallets of alcohol they had yeah nothing got unpacked so when the alcohol was there it was just in pallets yeah and they were just down in like liquor yeah like crazy <laughs> was, for like four hours solid it
1: was nuts that but, part
0: sounds like it would have been real fun
1: yeah i did this read things sounds like fun i know <laughs> even the stuff i read on people's instagrams about people who actually did go and they you know it was yeah. miserable yeah they were like it was still one of the best weekends <laughs> of my life like they're like now we have the story for mm-hmm. it and they're on netflix now probably yeah and they're like uh we still got drunk and, like, partied on the beach and stuff, but... Only a select few actually got their villas. Yeah. Well, not villas, even. Her. Oh, yeah, there were some people that had houses. They, like, had yeah. rented houses around the island. They probably paid, like, half a million for this house. <laughs> and, yeah, so some people did have houses that they were staying in. But then, Billy McFarland wasn't paying these people. At this point, nobody was getting paid, and yeah, so no one's pe- gotten a dollar yet. <laughs> and so the people that were in these contracts with him for the houses, they were ke- they started kicking the people out of the houses because they wanted their houses back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my gosh! And the locals were going irate too because they haven't got paid, mm-hmm. and all these guests are being assholes to them. Yeah, and some of them are like, "All right, we'll just kidnap all the white people and hold them for ransom." Maybe. Yeah, they were like
1: <laughs> talking about like look for ones. To get ransom for <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. Oh, my God.
0: I don't know how much of that was true or not. Yeah. That was from the Netflix doc.
1: Yeah. Yeah. One of Well, one of the workers was so scared, he, like, made one of the locals trade clothes with him. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. And then some of the locals had just, like, left the island altogether before yeah. it even happened.
1: Yeah. So it's pretty – I find it very interesting because it's, like, so mind-blowing. That it all happened. And it kind yeah. of did happen,
0: almost. Yeah.
1: Well, a couple of, like, the interviews they were having with people, the people said that fire Festival did happen. They It happened two times, and those were the two times when they were shooting the video.
0: Yeah.
1: And, like, they said that that was just, like, so much fun because there was, like, all the models and mm-hmm. the celebrities – and every, ja Rule. yeah, exactly, and so they're like it did happen, it yeah. just wasn't as extreme <laughs> as they thought it was. Firefest was
0: basically what the internet is, and people just falsify their life, like this is awesome, <laughs> this is great, I yeah, Firefest was, yep, and it was all over the internet, and then it was sold to people that you can have this experience, but when you get there, you're just another internet scheme, <laughs> yeah, exactly, okay, so of the two docs, which one did you like the most?
1: I personally liked the Netflix one the most. I thought it had a good perspective, but it wasn't, like, too biased or whatever. Mm -hmm. It was just, this is what happened. Like, these are the things that happened. So.
0: I think, uh, I like the Netflix one more, but I think the Hulu one was actually a little bit more unbiased. Well, it's hard to say because the... It's just hard to say.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I guess they were both pretty they're, unbiased. That's the thing about docs.
0: If it's a really good one, like an entertaining one that makes you want to watch it. It's usually because it's slanted one way or the other to yeah. make you feel something. So sometimes yeah. Uh, so sometimes that's why I don't like to watch some. Yeah. But they're both really good. I do like the Netflix one more. I think it was just produced better because it was by more of a a better uh, it's by that fuck Jerry. Yeah. Company. So they're like pretty good at what they do. Mm -hmm. But the Hulu one was kind of more like of the fact. As a matter of fact, what was happening behind the scenes kind of. Yeah. Legally.
1: Yeah. The legal aspect of it. And now he's actually in jail. He is serving time for wire fraud. Yeah.
0: If you don't want to watch the docs, you can just Google it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's not like these are spoilers. So, uh, but yeah, he's in jail for. Like six years now. And I think he was being sued for like up in the twenty
0: million. Twenty something. Yeah. Like twenty cents.
1: And that was just like the main lawsuit. I think there yeah. were other lawsuits against him too of people just trying to get their money back.
0: Yeah, I think that one was the probably probably the biggest company who was who lent out the most money.
1: Yeah. That guy got fucked.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know he's only gonna do nine years in prison six years i thought it was nine six six. but he's running another scam in prison
1: oh yeah what is he doing he's He's teaching
0: he's teaching um like at home music making skills yeah so like on a laptop and shit but he doesn't know shit about prisoners (laughs) yeah to the prisoners Because they all probably want to be rappers. Because uh, they all seen some shit. But this guy doesn't know a goddamn thing about music, <laughs> or how pro- he knows how a computer works. Apparently,
1: yeah, he can handle that. Yeah. Um. But think, yeah, it's overall. I just I suggest it to be watched just because yeah. it's watch both of them for
0: sure. We watched both of them.
1: Yeah. Easy peasy. Back to back. One yeah. night. Next night.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Knocked him out like champs. The craziest character, though, was that pilot.
1: Oh, yeah, there's a crazy pilot. And He's they only show, in the Netflix one, though. Yeah, in the, in the Netflix one, and they show videos of him uh, flying <laughs> Ja Rule and Billy McFarland around.
0: He's like, oh, I just got my license a couple of days ago. That I, I taught myself on flight simulators. Yeah, on <laughs> <a>
1: Microsoft Flight <laughs> Simulator. And Mike and I both looked at each other and were like, are you fucking kidding me? And he... Is like their main pilot that flies them like back and forth to this island, mm-hmm. and then he's like doing tricks with his <laughs> plane. And, he's and going
0: to uh, zero gravity.
1: Yeah, he's like I just blast the engine <laughs> and I get up and then I just cut it. <laughs> and they show videos. They're showing oh videos God. of them in the plane and like they're they look floating like astronauts. in in the plane. Like they're not even in their seats. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy so that alone is worth it because you're just so dumbfounded by this especially when he's like oh yeah i've only had my license for a week and (laughs) that didn't bother them yeah they liked it they loved
0: it so did that guy oh man that's that was so funny yeah so funny
1: i forgot about that part
0: (laughs) all right folks well thanks for listening live that fap life fappy foe
1: life